Good morning, sunshine. My name is Christine and I am your host. On this podcast, I chat all things purpose, mindset, and how you can have a good, awesome, and amazing day. I am a huge believer that good always follows us. My hope is that you will be inspired so much so that you will live the best version of you each and every day. Thank you, Sunshine, for tuning in to today's episode. Good morning, Sunshine. I hope you're feeling amazing this morning. You woke up feeling alive, full, ready to live your very best day. And indeed, it is every day we have to wake up thinking that, that today is going to be the best day yet. And I know we think, you know, um, well, I've had amazing days in the past. And, and, you know, I don't know if that can anything can compare to that. But no, believe that you can live your very best day yet today. So before we begin, let's take a deep breath in through our nose and we're going to hold it at the top. You're going to fill in your lungs and your belly. So let's begin. Breathe in to the top. Hold it. Make it count. Feel it. Love it. Embrace it and release all the way out slowly again one more time breathe in through your nose hold it at the top and release through your mouth Exhaling out slowly. And now just sitting in the silence for just a moment. And breathing normally through your nose, out your mouth, however you want to breathe, whatever you feel comfortable doing. And hold it there. Just in the silence, not trying to think about anything and rushing to any thought. All right. So good morning. Good morning. How was your week? I had an amazing week. I, you know, didn't do much other than just uh, enjoy my everyday And that's my goal. My goal is to live and enjoy my everyday to its fullest. And yes, I might have thoughts and I have, you know, and and my connecting to the spirit and connecting with God and and connecting to the words that I hear in my heart and my spirit. Then I stop to think and I'm like, okay, that's beautiful. And I love it. And yes, I, I live my real regular life you know, getting up and doing this and doing that and working and, you know, and my home, I have shared with you, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so my work is at home. I don't have to go out anywhere, but, you know, but it also, I do quote-unquote work 
And a lot of times I'm in my mind working. Um, so I was trying to this week just kind of still that. And, you know, there was a lot of lessons I've learned spiritually this week. Um, I know the pa- the last episode I shared uh, about my future and uh, things that I want. And, and, um, and that's wonderful, right? And we all should have our goals and our dreams and, and never let that die. Because I feel that when we let those things just kind of not, or if we just settle, I think that's when we kind of stop living. You know, I think that we should always have just something that kind of sparks. And sometimes we do get preoccupied with the things that we're doing in our daily life, our day-to-day life, whatever that is, right? For some of us, we're working out out outside the home or we have a business or we have a job. For some of us, we have a family to take care of. We might have little kids and we, or maybe we might have teenagers or we might have, you know, or we're, our kids are all grown and we're like trying to find our, you know, life again. Like, what are we about? And I feel sometimes I'm kind of like in that season and, um, because my kids are, you know, in their teens and, and, uh, and they're not needy anymore. They don't really need me, you know? And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? But it's it's all all good and all for growth and all for but you know what the be- most beautiful thing is that we are these beings you know in a fleshly physical body we are spiritual beings in this physical world and trying to connect with of course with spirit and in this world and and what what's the point and what's our purpose right. The one thing that I've been hearing in it a lot this actually this week has just been coming across my path with just different books I'm reading or different um, podcasts I'm listening to. And it's the point that I had actually kind of made a little bit last time is about like, you know, purpose. And in the thing that I've been hearing, the message that I've been hearing, it's not about the what you're doing. The message is it's not about what you're doing. It's about who you're being in the doing. So who are you being, right? Who are we as a creation, as a person, personally being that person? And because again, our purpose or whatever we're doing can change at any moment. Once upon a time, you know, my life was all about homeschooling and that's what I was doing and sitting, you know, making the best meals I could for my little babies. And, you know, I was doing that. And then then um, later on, I decided to start a business and I was doing a grocery delivery business back in 2014. And um, I had, yeah, I don't know if I, if I, I think I've briefly shared it on this, epi- on this uh, podcast, but episodes behind prior episodes um I had a a grocery delivery business um called grocery mama and I basically um I was the only one in my town in my city this is before the big boom of all these grocery delivery services now like with um with uh 
um, Instacart now and Instacart was out back then, but I, um, I remember finding them and I'm like, Oh, they have a good business model. Maybe I could do that for my business and which I did, but I, I was the only one working it. And that's, you know, I had to, I should have hired some people to help me, but I was trying to do it on, I wasn't getting a lot of business anyway. Anyway, when I had that, I remember I had bought, um, a wrap for my van and I was like I felt weird doing that I did I felt very weird and I didn't like the feeling I was feeling because I was like oh my gosh like people like this is legit and like I don't I don't like this and I guess what I did I ripped it off I told my husband I told Donnie I said honey I don't want to do this anymore I don't I'm not passionate about it I don't like it I don't want to do it and he's like, what, honey, this, this, no, why? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I just don't. So, and I do that sometimes. Actually, I do that a lot. And when I, um, you know, that was over. And that was at that one time though, I thought that was my purpose. That was the thing that I was going to be doing. And that was going to be this huge thing and, you know, all of that. But then that ended. You know, when I started traveling, uh, again, I thought, this is the thing. I'm going to be doing this and we're going to be traveling forever and ever and ever. You know, I didn't know. And it lasted two years. And then I'm like, nope, this is it. We're done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. Like sometimes we're like, my purpose in life, what it is, what is, what is this thing I need to be doing? And a lot of times I can do that still. I can get caught up in that. And even what I'm doing now, like, you know, recording podcasts every week or the book that I want to write or the retreats that I want to do, you know, I'm like this thing, that's my purpose. But you know what, that is a thing for a time possibly. And I shouldn't ever, and I'm going to share this with you too, is that don't ever be afraid to quit something that you feel you're done with. Because I believe that every season we're gonna change we're gonna evolve we're gonna move and we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna change into something different that's the fun part about living this life that we live here you know here we are these beings so what are we being who are we being in the thing that we're doing and I believe the beauty of it all is that we embrace the goodness of God in the land of the living and understanding what that goodness is understanding that we are co-creators with God, through God, with everything, right? We're, we're co-creators in this universe. And this week, and I have this little story that I want to share, and that's about the old moldy brown couch. Came to me this week as we were walking, my husband and I were walking, and uh, I got a spiritual lesson out of that. But you know, when I was saying we're co-creators, you know, when, if you have a Christian foundation, which I do, a lot of my spiritual work, a lot of my spiritual understanding has come from reading the Bible and have read the Bible and have studied and have prayed and have you know, quieted my heart, quieted my spirit in, in, for many, many years coming closer to God. So as I was reading the Bible or as I had, you know, and we can go back into the story 
of Genesis, the story of a of the garden. And I love the story of the garden. And uh and I feel that when we connect with that, which I feel the story of the garden, there's so much, so much spiritual um, truth in that. Not necessarily like, because some people can debate the physical, oh, was there really a physical garden that God really walked in? And, and some people believe that as literal, but I'm not going to go into that right now because I don't, personally, I can take either way I'm like I think that the whole thing is the spiritual lesson behind it of the laws of the universe and I feel that it is that there is a a truth in that in the law of the universe and that is the truth of be fruitful multiply when God created right God source universe create it was created the world was created humankind however we came to be was created, God, right, placed woman and man in the garden. That's the story. When they were placed in the garden, he said, be fruitful and multiply. So he said, I give you, be fruitful and multiply, take dominion, right? And in that lesson, in that truth, I see that it is, that's why I believe, strongly believe that we've already been given every single thing, resource, tool, whatever it is that we need to co-create to create our own life. Be fruitful and multiply to me means go and create the life that you want. I didn't learn this until recently when I got that revelation, when I was starting to look for other answers because I was just, I'm like, I know this is true, but I don't know how it's true. So now it's to the story of the moldy old couch, the old moldy brown couch, because <laughs> it was a big brown couch. The other day, a few days ago, Donnie and I were walking. We take our little walk every day in the morning down by the beach. It's beautiful. I'm always like so thankful that we're here. And we were walking this time, not down by the beach, but we were walking through one of the neighborhoods behind us. And there was a couch sitting on a corner, like somebody had tossed it out. And I looked over and I was like, look, honey, a couch, we could take it to our house and, you know, put it in our living room or whatever. And and then, you know, Donnie, I don't know what he said. And I said, ah, ha, ha, you know, I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? We used to do that. Remember that, honey? And he's like, yeah, I remember. I'm like, I mean, that's how it was. Sometimes we'd drive through neighborhoods or we'd, you know, we'd see something and I'm like, oh, a dresser, let's get that, you know? And I have friends who are good at doing stuff like that and they like refurbish stuff. And I'm sure like it, maybe some of you have done that. And I think it's like awesome, you know? So it's like if you see something that it'll work in your house, then go ahead, take it. So um, the story of the old old brown couch was the story where um, we had moved into our big, beautiful house that we had felt that 
we had arrived to success and prosperity. And this was back in 2004. And we had moved into our beautiful house, brand new built home, beautiful wood floors and nice neighborhood and all of that. And, but we had also tossed out all of our old furniture because we're like, we're not bringing this crap into this house. And we had like nothing to sit on at all other than our kitchen table that we had purchased a beautiful round table that sat like eight people. And I remember I'm like, okay, this is our time. I'm going to like decorate this house. I'm going to have the beautiful house, just like these ladies from our, my church that have like their homes all beautifully decorated. And, and well, at that time, my husband also, <laughs> Donnie was switching um, industries. He was switching jobs. He was switching businesses right when we had pretty much closed on our house, on our new house with a really high mortgage. I mean, I think we were like paying like $2,000 or something like that back in 2004. Okay. Which is funny because we had gone from a $430 mortgage from our little house that we had, the little three bedroom, one bath, 900 square feet home to a 2,400 square foot home and we are paying $2,000 a month <laughs> on our mortgage. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> so at that same time, he's like, I'm switching industries. I'm going into real estate. This is going to work. All right, honey, I trust you. Yeah. At the same time, we were having our fifth child. I was pregnant with our fifth child. And, um, so guess what? At that moment, the hurricanes came through Florida. We had two big hurricanes. No one was, I mean, you know, you name it, it wasn't happening. Donnie sold like one condo or something like that. And we were faced with basically having no money. Now, at that time, yes. Our budget was so low. Our money was dwindling. Like when we sold our house, the smaller house, we made some money. We had some little profit that we made, I think like $50,000. So we had some little bit of money in the in the bank. <clears throat> so we could survive on that. While also while Donnie did his job change. Well, my thinking was never, you know, when I started, got into that survival mode because I had already lived in the survival mode. I, you know, I was like, okay, survive, survive, survive. So I'm like, I can't be going out and buying a new set of couches or looking for better couches or whatever. Well, a friend of mine, um, was giving, well, she was kind of like not necessarily, yeah, okay, so a friend of mine was like giving away a couch or something like that. Actually, no, they were cleaning some old like building out. And she was like, hey, I found this couch in this building. And I was thinking, she says it looks like great condition. And I thought this would be great. Why don't you guys take the couch? <clears throat> and I'm thinking like, okay. 
So when she brought it to me, I was like, wow, this looks really nice. Like, she's like, yeah, it was in the storage of this building that we found and, or that they were, that they had just rented out. And so there was like old furniture in there. And so she brought it into the house and immediately I'm like, as I sat on it, I'm like, it smells like bad mold. She's like, I'm sure you could just like maybe get a steam cleaner or something and clean it or spray some for breeze or something and I'm like sure sure okay so I did that you know I cleaned it I sprayed for breeze but it always stunk and it was moldy <clears throat> also somebody else had given us another little couch and uh, we put it in another little room that we had and then another friend gave me like this shaggy like rug that she didn't want anymore because it like you know was hairs everywhere or something it's like it's just really shaggy anyway and um it shed a lot so and it did it did I had to vacuum it all the time and it was always shedding and I was like I don't care right now this is what I need so but this is the thing that I feel where I shut myself down because I looked back and I'm like you know I remember and I said honey remember that old brown couch that we always just kind of had and that couch moved from that house to the other house to storage because we went to living with my in-laws for a year to back to our other house and until finally we said you know what let's get new couches and this is like years later um probably like (laughs) like 10 years later okay guys we still had this moldy couch 10 years later. And I was thinking about that this week and I'm like, what the heck was wrong with me? Like, why didn't I get a better couch? <laughs> because I wasn't thinking, my mind was in survival all the time that I'm like, this thing it's fine. It serves its purpose. I don't, I don't need a new couch. I don't need to get a better one. And I just settled with it. I settled with it. And looking back, I'm like, okay, I understand. I mean, I, I could see that. And I'm like, now with the mindset I have now, and I go back to that time, what would I have done? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with taking the moldy couch if you need the moldy couch. Now, when we moved into our house here, we had no furniture. And we went to, I don't know, Goodwill or Salvation Army, one of those places. And we found some couches. They weren't moldy. They were actually in good condition. And we bought these couches. And they, we had them for, I don't know. But I found that I did that same little pattern that when I had these couches, I'm like, they're fine, honey. We don't need anything else. But he was actually, Donnie was the one that said, hey, honey, let's just get another set, okay? Like, this is good. Let's just get new furniture. And I was like, no, it's fine. But I realized that was just my old mindset speaking, my lack. That wasn't the co-creator mindset in me. That was the old mindset in me. So going back to that time, I was like, okay, what would I have done? Or what with the mindset I have now, the abundant mindset, I would have taken the couches and I would have been at the same time imagining the couch, looking for the couches that I want, desiring, you know, and, but because my mind was so lack, 
I wasn't doing that then. Now, the difference is, is that I'm a co-creator. So what has happened in this case, now I am. I do have new couches. I do go out and buy things. I do co-create. I call it co-create. I do manifest every day. And with that understanding, I look back and I'm like, wow, wow, 10 years or so I lived or more, longer, I don't even know, lived with this moldy couch, you know, (laughs) I laugh at it now, but I realize I'm like, wow, there's so much stuff that I probably am still doing. And I realized this week that I'm like, holy crap, there's things in my house right now that I'm doing that I'm looking in my house and I'm like, crap, why am I settling with this? Why, why do I overlook it? Like, why am I doing that? And I forget, it's so easy to forget that I'm like a co-creator. You know, it's easy to forget that, that the truth, the truth is that, right? I can manifest every day. And that's the other thing. It's like, yes, we can manifest every day. And I think that we have to definitely do the work to be able to manifest every day because, and what I mean by the work is telling ourselves we're co-creators and living in that co-creation mode at all times in every area of our lives. So there you have it. There's a story of the old couch. And I guess the point of it is, is that we are co-creators each and every day and we are creating because the God has already universe has whoever you know whatever you feel and you believe because then I was thinking like one day someday God will give me this rather than it's like I already have what I need I already have it I'm a co-creator I am a manifester. I can do it now. And of course, back then I didn't know that because I was looking outwardly at some sort of like, you know, I wasn't connected to the source in me. I feel that a lot of Christians um, have that feeling. They're waiting for God to do something rather than seeing, seeing it that it's already in them that they have the answers already in them. And that is what I'm passionate about for sharing that message to saying, Christians, listen, you don't need to wait and see, even though, yes, in the Bible, it would say, wait on the Lord or wait for this or, you know, wait. No, it's already in us. All right, got to go because I'm running late on here and I could go on and on and on with this, but I'm going to leave you here. So leave me a review on iTunes. I don't even know how Spotify works with reviews. I don't think you can. And there's other places to review. You could also send me a question or a comment or if you want to chat or introduce yourself, whatever, you can send me an email at travelingtuttles at gmail.com. And for now, I'll let you go and we'll talk again next week on Good Morning Sunshine and Good Morning Sunshine. Love ya.